Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that basks in the glow of our own toxicity. We have Daniel here. Uh, would you care to explain to the group why you're such a mean-spirited person, Daniel? I don't know, Josh. Do you consider somebody who only answers questions with other questions to be mean-spirited and hostile? It, it kind of feels that way, yeah. Does it really feel that way? Yeah, I'm feeling it, Daniel. Is that really what you feel, or is that something else? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I know my own feelings. You're being a little, a little toxic right now. Do you? Am I? I don't think Dan must be angry about me. Am I? Well, let's let's solve this little mystery because Janelle's here too. And Janelle, I heard you were spreading rumors about me to make me feel sad. I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course you don't. Uh, no. Why? <laughs> why would I do anything like that? Well, Daniel's acting a little cold to me, so I was presuming since you see him all the time, you probably told him something untrue. Something that you knew was going to make me sad and unhappy. No, I don't spread lies. Oh. Spe- speaking of things I did not hear from Janelle, Josh, here's that ointment you needed for the, you know, the thing. I. It's what? okay. It's a common thing. It's I did not hear it from Janelle, but that's, you know, no, grapevine d- and d- all. I, I you... don't need this. No, it's it's for the thing. You know, it's listen, it's a common thing. No, you... I, I, I let's move on. Let's move on. I'm, I'm upset now, but you know it's okay because Nate's here, and well, he probably shouldn't be because his love and support for all of us makes him like way better than the rest of us. The amount of support Jasper gives to the party is still too much, in my opinion. Well, I was talking about Nate, but I guess I guess he's starting to take after Jasper a little bit more. So <laughs> for some support there, but I guess he doesn't want to give any. They're one and the same. Yes, so. Well, you know what? I, just moving on from there, I guess. Joel's here, too. Um, he's a nice, toxic boy for a toxic podcast. Yeah, it's just my luck that I would get stuck with a lot of you to do a podcast with, weighing me down. <laughs> you know, you could be so What successful. are you laughing at there? No, no, no. Stop, Josh. What are you laughing at there, AJ? <laughs> huh? No, sorry. <laughs> do you have a problem? <laughs> no, are you going to make a problem with no, me? No, I just thought it was funny. I'm sorry. Because I'll throw you right on out of here. <laughs> You're done if you cross me. I didn't You're done. Cro- no, no. Listen, I will ruin then. your career. You won't do podcasts <laughs> with anyone. That's what I thought. Okay, go ahead, Josh. Well, I was going to say, finally. I can't breathe. <laughs> I was going to say, finally, we have AJ, who... Well, he honestly just kind of smells funny as opposed to being a bad person. Well, so yeah, that's actually what you're smelling is the the scent of humor. I got these new scented candles, so instead of trying to be funny, I can just give off the like the aroma of funniness and just everybody can laugh. It's great. Actually, I thought you just kind of smelled like this ointment and tried to give me. What uh, I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm a representative of the company, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, it's like a cure-all. It's like, you know, I just figured, you know, you could smell like me. We both could smell funny, and we wouldn't have to try so hard. Hmm. That's what I heard through the grapevine, you know, that just you were trying to be funny. Well, I don't know who told you that, but whoever they are is going to get kicked off the podcast. Definitely not Janelle. Janelle did not tell me this. It was explicitly made clear to make that. sure that it was yeah. not Janelle. You're right. It wasn't me, because... 
AJ is a better friend than that and wouldn't spread lies about his other friends. So. N- uh, n- nope, would not. Wouldn't he? <laughs> AJ is the kind of pushover that would just get conned into doing that. What? No, not conned. Yeah. I mean, uh, contracts are signed, sure, but conned, I don't. I mean, wouldn't you, though? Wouldn't you be conned? Well, our toxicity aside, and not that I care, but how's everyone doing this week? Well, I'm doing great. I've, I've had a great week so far. You know, went to went to a, a sub sandwich shop, and it was it was great. Got a cheesesteak. Yeah, get a load of this. This guy spends seventeen dollars on a sandwich. Well, okay, the fries were like three <laughs> or four dollars. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good sandwich. It was a foot long. You got called out so bad. <laughs> $17 on a sandwich. It was, it's not it, like we live in some major metropolitan area either. Listen, if you tried this sandwich, you'd love it. It was great. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But was it really worth $17, AJ? Why well, was it my money? Yeah. It was from a chain. <laughs> yeah, where'd you get the sandwich from, AJ? How about you tell us where you got the sandwich from? I don't know if I should $17 <laughs> sandwich. I don't know. I don't think I should do you that. already That's told us which idea. chain it was, or not on yeah. the podcast. Yes, you did. Uh-uh. I said a sub sandwich. That's all I no, said. No, you said a foot long already. No, that yeah. has nothing to do with oh, where I actually only got Only one it place sells foot long. Yeah, yeah. There's only one sub what? sandwich shop that sells foot long. <laughs> there are so many described. more than that one. I'm sorry, it's but funny because they normally charge five dollars for them, but yeah. it's not, no, it wasn't that company. Seventeen. Well, no, guys, yeah. it's trademarked. They just either you buy it from a guy outside. <laughs> no, Joe. Hey, bro, stop. I got a sandwich for you. Um, this now, no, guys, seventeen bucks, way- and listen, I can give you no, a lots of places. That sounds great. Yeah, that is not yeah. what I sound like, Daniel. Oh, sure. You're being I really toxic, all my Daniel. And I'm, I'm not having it. Am here. I? Am I being toxic? I don't know. I don't, are you? Are, are you, you, Daniel? Are you being toxic? Huh? Are you? Aren't you being a little toxic? Think, AJ, you're think, being a little confrontational here. Am I? Yeah. Am I? Oh God, it's yeah. spreading. I, I was know, such a you? nice guy before this, before this podcast. Isn't your tone a bit much? Yeah, no, you're you're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here, I'll, I'll give you a kiss on the lips. No, what so the, no, this not, no, this is not a. No. This is not how you fix this it's situation. Canon. It's not yeah. canon. It's canon. No, no, no let's just get on with, with this. No. Josh, can you just give us the we, thing we, here? <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. Okay, sure, I I can do that. Butter me up. I'm training for adventure. Some. Some sour milk from you, though. Yeah, the, the, some very toxic butter. Maximum toxicity. <laughs> In the city. All right, so. Masculinity. Toxicity. <laughs> In the it. city. Just, just go ahead. We won't stop. All right, well, now that we've kissed and made up and we've moved on from our toxic pasts, I think I will give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> so last episode, our adventurers were brought before the prophets of Deir Himins to answer for their alleged crimes against Glamir's people in lieu of being tried and accused in the traditional manner. After being bound and blindfolded, they were led up the path towards the great stone doorway where the monstrous prophets revealed their true selves and subjected Gunner to one of their gifts. So we will jump back into this scene. It is a 
dark night up in these mountains. The cold mountain winds have picked up and are rustling the trees and blowing the cinders of the fire into the air. The flickering light of this fire plays across the elves circled around it as they sway their antlered heads back and forth to the beat of the drums. Glamir, the imposing elven leader, stands outside of this ring looking into the fire, lost in a chanting prayer. The three prophets are standing in front of the massive stone doorway with a dead body laying off to the side. And next to this dead body is an unconscious gunner. On the other side of the clearing, the rest of our adventurers sit and watch, dreading whatever fate awaits them. So what are you guys going to do now? Because currently we have Aegon, Theo, and Vez are all still bound and held in place by elven guards. And it looks like some of the guards are coming over to bring the next victim up to the door. So this is your time to do something or submit. It's up to you. Are the guards like, is there like one guard per person? Are we just sort of shoveled together in one area and there are guards like sort of around us? There are guards around your particular area and also standing elsewhere in this this massive clearing. Well, Theo was waiting for something bad to happen and he's very confused about this weird like worm-like thing that went into Gunner's head, but it was different than being eaten by the back of the head. So he's, I mean, technically a, a positive, he thinks. More positive <laughs> than being killed, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's just very confused. He doesn't know what to do, and he's, he's looking around a little bit. Um, he hasn't decided to fight yet, but he's, he's looking back at, at Vez, because now he's, his brave demeanor is kind of faltering a little bit, and he's, he's very concerned. And the two elven guards approach Fio and grab his arms and shoulders and begin to pull huh. him uh, towards the, the three prophets. Are you going to do anything or are you just going to let it happen? I I think Fio's just kind of going along with it, but he's looking for any sign from the others, like this isn't the thing to do or if there's a, a clear way out of this. But he's bound and there's just so many people around him. This is just not what he's expecting. He was thinking like shamans or something and... These ind- individuals are, are just not what he expected. But he knows he needs to be here. And don't forget, we can't run. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, because our legs are bound, too. <laughs> Whose stupid idea was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's just going to go with it for now and, and just keep checking back and forth uh, to the others to see if they say anything. Okay. So the two guards... Uh, walk you past the bonfire in the center of the clearing and Theo can see sweat is glistening on the skin of the elves as they're taking part in the ritual despite the cold winter air blowing everywhere and they bring you in front of the prophet that had removed its hood revealing its terrifying emaciated hairless head glistening with moisture and four thick tentacles in place of where a mouth and nose would be. And as you get closer, the world kind of seems to fade a little bit, and suddenly Theo feels colder, freezing cold. And you realize you are in the mountains, in two feet of snow, trudging your way through, struggling to stop from falling 
because you know if you fall, you will freeze to death and die. But up ahead, you can see a flickering campfire, a place of warmth. What's Vio do? He's he's gonna trudge forward. He's gonna dig his heels in. He's gonna he's gonna fight. He's gonna make sure he gets to that fire. And Theo's trudging through the snow, and he collapses and begins to crawl until eventually he gets to the edge of the light. He begins to reach out towards the fire, and Vez, Aegon, and Jasper all see Theo slowly stumble forward with his hand outstretched, and he almost seems like he tries to caress the creature's head as it also brings its tentacles forward and kind of caresses his head. Oh, God. And then it also pulls out a strange silvery worm and allows it to slither behind Fio's ear. Oh, God. And then Fio collapses to the ground unconscious. Oh, my God. And the two guards toss him on top of Gunner. <laughs> Poor Gunner. Can I do something while everybody's distracted watching Fio? Yes, because everyone's very intent on the ritual. She's going to try to shift into a subtly smaller, at least arms and wrists and hands to try to escape her bonds, but not make it obvious that she's doing so because everybody's very focused. Okay, so you're just trying to do it just enough to like loosen it up. Maybe you can give you some leeway to wiggle out or untie it. Yes. Okay, so when you eventually do go to undo your knots, I'll give you advantage on trying to escape from the uh, from the bonds. Are we still in our clothes, essentially? So could her robes cover, I mean, her hands, not her wrists necessarily, but a lot of it? Um, if that's what she was wearing, yeah. Like, they, you guys are wearing the clothing you had. They just took all your armor and, uh, like, equipment. She doesn't wear an armor anyways, so... (laughs) Yeah, so she's good. (laughs) So I think she'll actually try to slip her hands out of them and then hold it in such a way that it looks like she's still bound, but she's actually not. She's just holding on to the bonds. All right, Janelle, so why don't you give me a sleight of hand check to try to wiggle out of the ropes? Okie doke. Not bad. You're trying to be sneaky. You don't want them to see what you're doing. Better. Woo. Okay, so with advantage, <laughs> that'll be a uh, 17 total. So yeah, Janelle, that's a that's enough for Vez to wiggle out of the ropes. So, so she you will... Can, you can still hold on to the ropes. You probably don't want it falling to the ground. Yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely not. So she's just holding them there, making it look like she's still bound, but she's no longer bound. She's panicking trying to come up with something right now without getting everybody killed. Okay. So the two elven guards come forward and they grab one of the other human prisoners with you guys. And they pull her away as she's kicking and screaming and trying to escape. And they just bring her right up to the prophets. And one of the prophets that hadn't taken its hood back now removes its hood. And it looks almost exactly the same as the other one, but skins a much darker green color and just like with the other human victim it seems to paralyze her with its tentacles and then rips open the back of her head and begins to devour her brain and the last human prisoner it like looks absolutely terrified and he tries to get up and run but like stumbles over the ropes tying his legs together and he just hits the ground hard and 
two of the guards come over and kick him a few times and hold him to the ground. Then the prison escort guards come back around and they come for Vez and they grab her and lift her to her feet and begin to pull her towards the towards the door. How obvious would it be? Could she still hold the rope in one hand to make it look like she's bound but sneak one inside her robe? Um, I don't know if you could do that. I think that that would probably be a little rough. Yeah. Because I guess in my mind, the idea was you've loosened it enough that like it, there's still like lightly wrapped around your wrists, but you can literally just pull your right hands up. out yeah. and it'll be done. I guess that's kind of what I was assuming. Gotcha. Yeah. She's not going to struggle. She'll follow them. But she's like preparing herself as much as she can for okay. what, for the unknown, I guess, essentially. <laughs> So yeah, they bring her forward, and the creature that had just feasted on a brain walks forward again, and uh, trees seem to start sprouting around you, Vez, and you feel like you're running through a black forest at night. There's almost no light, except for the lights being broadcast from a mob running after you. Their torches raised aloft to search for you and track you down and you're running so hard your legs feel like they're about to give out underneath you and you see there is no place to hide on the trail you're following except for a rocky alcove just to your right your one salvation your one place to escape this horde what's Vez gonna do is there a way for her to try to make a check to fight the images she's seeing for her to try to convince herself that it's not real because she's just seen this happen twice. Yeah, give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay, I think she's fighting because my dice are being weirdly nice to me, which will not last very long. Uh, That was an 18. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Total, 18 total. Okay, so Vez uh, kind of realizes that what she's seeing isn't real. Like in the moment she thought it was real. Like, she forgot about everything that was going on. And then, like, she realized, this this is fine. And the mob gets closer and closer. And as they reach out to grab you, they just pass right through you. And the vision fades back into the clearing. And the creature just kind of looks at you, and its tentacles twitch a little bit. And it turns and seems to communicate with the third-hooded prophet. They make a series of wet clicks and clacks back and forth. And then it just gestures and the two guards grab Vez and they walk her back over to the prisoner group. Oh my god. (laughs) And force her down to the ground. Is that good or bad? Is that good or bad? I don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) And then they grab Aegon. Oh boy. And they pull him to his feet and they push him forward and knock him down to his knees in front of the prophets. And just as before with the others, Aegon feels the world around him change. The grass becomes white tile, and the doorway up ahead becomes an altar in the temple. He is in a massive cathedral. Mm. There is a glowing light emanating from the altar, and a figure with bronze-colored skin and an unearthly presence with a purifying light steps forward to Aegon 
and puts its hand on his shoulder and says, Aegon, you have been chosen by the gods. You have been chosen to partake in our most sacred quest. Will you accept this responsibility on behalf of your gods, Aegon? On behalf of Tamara, on behalf of Lady Mist, on behalf of Carathis, will you take this task? And he kneels in front of you and the light begins to grow warmer and he kind of extends his hand as of inviting Aegon to take it. Oh yeah, Aegon's taking the hand. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And Vez sees Aegon reaching up and sees the creature clasp his hand in its hands. And then one of the other prophets slips a silvery worm behind his ear. Yeah. Oh and then gosh. Aegon collapses. Can't wait. Unconscious. <laughs> oh, to God. Yummy. <laughs> and then they throw him on top of Theo. <laughs> Poor Gunner. <at> the bottom. <laughs> I feel like an involuntary <clears throat> comes out of Gunner. <laughs> His arms and legs just, just switch. Like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and then Vez watches the two guards come back, grab the final human prisoner. The third prophet removes its hood, its deep purple skin reflecting in the light, and it does the same. Rips open the back of his skull and consumes his brain. Oh, gosh. And then finally, the two guards come back, and they motion for Vez to stand once again. She stands. And they bring her back up before the prophets, and they make a series of clicks and clacks towards each other and they all turn all three turn their attention and all look straight into Vez's eyes oh my god and she begins to feel this weird pressure in her head and Vez you're gonna have to give me a wisdom saving throw as the central prophet attempts to psionically cast dominate monster on you I'm gonna I'm gonna use some of my special dice this uh <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use two of my action inspiration my aspiration dice <laughs> as we've so deemed them <laughs> you said wisdom yep okay doke okay I'm glad I used two of those because one was a one and one was a six Woo! so <laughs> Uh, 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 math, Janelle. Okay, so 11 plus 6 plus 3. 20. So you feel the creature trying to impose its will on you, and you just push back, and you feel the world around you almost like in your eyes, the the ground seems like it's melting away into a fluid, and the air seems to be igniting with lights, almost like fell fireflies. But you push back, and you remain yourself. And the creatures let out another series of clicks and clatters. And then slowly, one by one, they turn around, and they walk around the stone doorway and disappear behind it. As the drums playing from the trees reach a crescendo, and with one final beat, Glamier finishes his prayer, and the ritual is over. Did you win, Janelle? I don't know. We're gonna see. I, 
They're, they're just like gone. Like they walked around. And we can't see them anymore. Well, I mean, I can't. Obviously, Fio can't see them. But like, yeah, Vez can't see them anymore. And Jasper, watching from the shadows, secretly enjoying the whole thing, also <laughs> can't see them. Sick son of a bitch. That's fine. <laughs> and then Aegon wakes up. Yeah. And he is in a small room, and there's sunlight streaming in through the gaps in the roof. The smell of uh, fresh mountain air kind of sneaking into his nose. Feels like it's early morning. Sun's just made its way up. And he is laying on a kind of a dingy little bed. Nothing Mm. fancy, but at least he's not on the ground. And there's a pillow propped up behind his head. And there is a small bucket of water near him as well. And he's in the small room by himself. And he just gets up and looks around and... What's he gonna do? Well, does it does it look like the kind of architecture that that I saw in the previous building? Yeah, in the in the elven in the elven settlement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you are you are back in the elven settlement. It is the next morning. And how much does he remember of the previous night? He remembers everything up until he has his vision. Okay, so he remembers. He does not remember the vision, but he remembers being brought up around the fire towards the three prophets. And he remembers um, seeing what happened to Theo and Gunner and them? Yes. Okay, so I think Aegon's going to reach back behind his, his ear and try to feel around his head to see if he can notice anything wrong with it. You do find an unusually sore spot, like right behind your ear. It's about the size of a, about the size of a quarter, and it doesn't really hurt too much until you like press on it and then like there's a sharp pain that shoots through your uh through your body mainly down your neck okay hmm okay well i think i know what aegon's gonna try to do he's not expecting much from this but he kind of looks around to make sure no one's here and he's gonna reach behind his head and he's gonna cast lesser restoration on himself (laughs) to see if if that'll do anything for him. Okay. So you concentrate on your spell and you're trying to remove whatever issue you have back there mm-hmm. and the pain fades. You feel like you're healing up yourself there, but you don't feel anything special. Okay. Just the sore spot disappears is all. Well, he did what he could, so I suppose Aegon will hop on up out of bed and Waltz outside, assuming he's not tied up or anything. No, he's not tied up. And uh, he leaves the small room and he walks into a, what appears to be a common room. And he sees Vez sitting in a chair next to a table set with a meager breakfast and some cups of tea. Vez looks really tired, like she hasn't slept all night. She remembers the end of the ceremony. She remembers peeking at her friends as they were dragged away and just seeing a, a like a red, swollen area behind their ears. And she remembers being led back down after being blindfolded once again and then having the blindfold removed when they reached the village. And then in the morning, some elven servants came in and served her breakfast. But she doesn't look like she's touched it. Hmm. If you're hungry, you can have this. Well, don't don't mind if I do. You got to keep up your strength, right? And Aegon will sit down and 
take a look at his prospective meal. Yeah, it's some pretty basic sausage with some some bread. Okay, you can do that. You can do that. So, Vez, did did anything interesting happen after after? Well, I presume I know what happened to myself, but I mean, all of you are now whatever that thing is, and it it went in to your skin very quickly because. By the time they were finishing the ceremony, uh, it was already red and swollen, and I couldn't um, pull anything off anybody. And last night, you know, when you were... That sounds creepy, I'm sorry. I went and checked behind your ear last night to try to see if maybe when they weren't there I could do something more, but I'm not a surgeon, nor do I have any sorts of healing magic, so... And all the potions have been confiscated. So I figured I didn't want to accidentally kill you. So I didn't, I did not do anything. I, what did they show you? It was a, it was a wondrous place that I, uh, it's all a bit foggy, but I was asked to take a mission for, for the sovereign and, and I agreed. So they preyed on our hopes and our, our fears uh, I don't know what those things are, but I do not like them. Not one bit. And I don't know what those things behind your ears are going to do to you, but I suggest we try to figure out something quickly. Well, I, I already tried a bit of magic, but I, I can't say whether it worked or not. I suppose that myself and the others will just have to live with them for now. And your conversation is interrupted when uh, one of the doors slams open and Gunner strides in. He looks like he's just woken morning. up as well. Good morning. Well, I don't quite remember what happened yesterday. I thought I was going to die, and then I woke up, but, um... Oh, gosh. D- did anyone else fall and hit their head? My, oh, I get this thing on the, on, on the back of my head, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I feel fine. But why are you both looking at me like that? Did something weird happen? Oh... No, no, Gunner. It's uh, yeah. You took a pretty bad fall after they they they, they must have made you all dizzy or something. Hit your head on on, on a rock. Oh man, that's, that's unfortunate. I I remember the scary part when I went up there and I was like, oh, they're going to eat my brain. But no, then I then I I just I woke up here and, and it was fine. And then the door next to Gunner opens up and Theo peers out. Uh, guys, is that, is that you? Nope, it's your mom. Oh, okay. I'm going back to bed then. And he closes the door. No, ah, what an idiot, Theo! Gunner chases after him. Theo, what? What? What are you doing? Are you okay? Where are we? I, Gunner, and he slaps you real quick. Is that you, Gunner? Gunner! Ow! Yes, it's me, Theo. Gunner slaps Theo, but hurts his hand. Ow! Uh, Man, I hate this game. <laughs> uh, oh, good. I was worried. I, how, how did we get here? I still remember in the the field with the oh the the weird tentacle things, and then then I don't remember anything. I I just I don't know what's going on. Tentacle things? I I I don't remember any things like that. The, the Ten- big people and the, they ate the guy. Oh, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. I I was trying to block that part out of my memory because I'm pretty sure that's trauma. But um, yeah, I I remember that part. 
I don't remember anything after that, though, so... Aegon told me I just fell, so I'm going with that. Oh, okay. Right? Right? Um... Theo? Yep. Right? Yeah, that's what happened. I'm really good at convincing people of things. Gunnar leans in very closely. Theo? Is that all that happens? That I did something silly and I fell down after the terrible tentacle people did God knows what to me? No. no. What happened, Theo? And, and Gunnar, Gunnar tries to like drag him out to the central area with everyone else. <laughs> He's a big guy. It's hard to drag him. But... <laughs> He'll play along. He'll play along. <laughs> I would say not, not physically drag oh. him, but like... <laughs> But like, kind of prod him, like pulling his arm. Be be real nuisance. Ow! 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 You're pinching the el- elbow. Stop pinching. Tiny little claw hands. Nothing else happened. You just you farted. That's all. <laughs> oh, it was embarrassing, I, I, and I didn't want to say it. You told me. I, I, there, there it is. You farted. Aegon, is that true? Is is that what happened? Oh, uh, I I don't remember that. I think Theo's trying to trying to make a story up here. No, I'm not good at lying. Why would I just make up a story? Oh, see, okay. now that now that you mention it, though, I I did forget one part that um that they 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 put a weird worm thing on your head and it burrowed into your skull, uh, something like that. <laughs> G- Gunner just <laughs> stares at Aegon for a second. Wait, and, but, and he just starts to laugh. But, like, oh, that's a good what, fun. Okay, but 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 what really happens? That yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, would be so crazy. I would like panic. Aragon, that didn't happen to me, did it? Uh, of course, it didn't happen to you, Fio. It happened to all three of oh, you. Oh, Vez, what a funny story! Oh God! Oh, I'm gonna die! <laughs> oh no! I'm too young uh, to die. You're uh, not going to die. You're fine. What if it eats me? Guys, this joke is not funny anymore. It's going to take a long time because you're a big boy, so you have a while. Uh, that's true. Gunner, snap out of it! This is real! We have worms in our heads! What? That really happened? Oh my god! Ah! And, and Gunner just starts to like run around the room. <laughs> he, he, he's like looking for anything with a reflective surface, trying to see if he can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Does he find anything at all with a reflective surface? Um, you do kind of stumble into what appears to be a small fruit prep area, and there is a uh, a relatively clean pan that you can see maybe a little bit of your reflection in. Is it even feasible for him to like position in a way that he can like see behind any part behind his head? No, but he can see his beautiful face. (laughs) Ah, well, there's a handsome boy. But anyway, panic! What do we do about these firms? I don't want one living in my head. Uh, I think I can feel it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up, but I think I feel it. And at that at that time, the front door opens into the building, and Glamir strides in. He's removed all the decorations from his antlers, and his beard is just kind of flowing and unbraided now. And he just peruses you with a look, and then says, "You're all free to go now." Really? Yes. You have paid for your crimes against my people. And the prophets have found a use for you. And now that that has been taken care of, you may leave. Oh, well, great. Where's our stuff? Can we get our It will, our, our it will be back? returned to you. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. 
Furthermore, I will be sending a guard with you to escort you to the bottom of the mountain. Oh, that how lovely. But, but, but what about what about your people? You said you needed help, and I we can we can still help. I don't know what we exactly did to quote unquote you know serve our sentence or whatever. But like, don't you still need help? I considered your request, and I do not believe it will amount to much. No offense. Believe the best thing you can do is leave. Um. Okay. If you're sure, I mean, we're we're just down the road about a half a day. You know, if you give us a letter or something. He just kind of nods non-committally and then gestures for you to eat your breakfast before leaving. Hey, quick sidebar. So, when we came up here, the idea is that we were ju- we just needed to find the door, right? Is there anything specific that we were looking for? You were going to investigate it, because that was from your vision. Mm. But obviously you guys got captured, so all of that kind of went to the wayside. Sure, right, right. Um, but that is still your current quest, is to investigate it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if we got the information we needed, but it, sa- it sounds like we didn't, considering it was dark and we were having uh, an existential crisis, so... I mean, we did get a lot of information, though, compared to what we had before. We know some shit's going down. Right. I mean, I can probably speak like three more languages now that I've downloaded this worm into my brain. (laughs) I mean, that's fantastic, I think. wonder if this thing gets Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. It's a worm, not a fish. (laughs) (laughs) I like that reference, Nate. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Oh, Josh, is is Tool here? Is Is he nearby? Is he in this house? Um, what do you think the sausage is made from? Don't you oh, dare! I will sausage. murder you. No, I'm I'll kidding. take another one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. Two, two there with you. Okay, he looks okay. completely fine. Two, what are you doing under the table? You're not supposed to get food scraps. He's eating the sausages. <laughs> two, share. And uh, Glamir just kind of <laughs> stares at you guys for a little bit, and he looks over at Vez kind of has a curious expression on his face like he's thinking about something and then he just turns and leaves oh well I'm excited to go back down the mountain aren't you guys Gunner's kind of like raising his eyebrows a whole bunch while he's saying that yeah down the mountain yeah yeah well eat up and we can go soon Gunner starts, like, picking apart the sausages looking for worms. <laughs> it's actually fairly good sausage. Okay. I think if he doesn't detect any worms, then then he'll eat the mush that he's created. <laughs> and then go clean his hands, because it's probably covered in cooked sausage and grease. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys eat up your breakfast, and you walk outside back into the village. The activity's starting to pick up. People are going about their work. No one seems to be paying much attention to you. Unlike when you first arrived, now they're just kind of milling around, treating you like you, they're not seeing you. I mean, they see, like they occasionally glance at you, but they're relative, most of the time they're just ignoring you. And you guys are giving your stuff back, and a single guard steps into line with you as you follow the trail outside of the village. So how long is Jasper going to keep his ruse up now that he is <laughs> oh, back with the group? Oh, thank God. 
Oh, God, I was so worried. I, I was wondering. I mean, Theo definitely would have forgotten because he'd been gone for so long, but I was so worried. How, how's, how does uh, Jasper feel that they just agreed to leave without finding him and never once asked where he was? He's just going to follow him as a guard on an escort. Uh, that way he'll part uh, part ways after that point and return to his village. <laughs> uh, okay. As we're walking... Uh, hey, uh, Gunner... Behind. No talking prisoners! Oh, Jesus, this guy, uh... uh this guy's the worst. Hey, buddy, why, why don't you tone it down a bit? Uh, Tuo actually comes up and starts sniffing the guard. Tuo, stop that. Stop. His, 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 tail just, his tail just starts wagging really, really heavily. Oh. Can we do a, can we do a check because of this? Can, yeah, can Gunnar sniff for bird poop? <laughs> <laughs> I think the smell of yourself would overpower it. Ooh, <laughs> oh, man. Wow, what the heck? Like an investigation like or an cheese. insight sure, check? Sure, I, th- I think you guys can make a... Maybe make a, a perception check to see if you can tell how excited uh, Tuo's getting. So I think you have to actually interact with him to to know it's an illusion. Uh, so Vez, when she sees Tuo get all happy, uh, she's going to be slightly suspicious because of who she is. She's going to quote-unquote trip into the guard. <laughs> and like touch him to like you know balance herself as you do that jasper being a dick actually steps out of the way and tries to trip <laughs> so you far even to fall on the floor can we do a contested <laughs> acrobatics check here oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> both I of you guys god. make an acrobatics check <laughs> i just i'm so sorry to but i really hope that jasper wins <laughs> well i didn't roll very well so <laughs> 13 what did you roll Oh my god, they're the same! (laughs) (laughs) So I think Vez succeeds in tripping forward and, like, feeling Jasper beneath the illusion. But then Jasper also puts his leg out and she just tumbles straight to the forest floor. (laughs) She whips her head around. Okay, sir, are you going to come out now or are you going to continue to act like an asshole? No talking prisoners! Or do I have to roll again or does she know now? What's the spell say again, Nate? It's uh, invisible. Check. Yeah, it's an investigation (laughs) check. Invisible. Or investigation check. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be an investigation check then. That's amazing. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I know you guys, not smart. Yeah, I know. That's a seven, so... Yeah, I, actually, I don't think Vez actually knows it's an illusion at this point, but she's probably really suspicious. She still yells at him. Something's not right with him. I have suspicions, but I have nothing to prove my suspicions. She just glares at him. Who are you? Do we have our stuff back, Josh? Yeah. Yes. No hablo el common. She speaks to him <laughs> in elvish. <laughs> Who? Who are you? I respond in gnomish, no hablo elven. <laughs> I think that's the giveaway there. I know you there. speak elven and that's the giveaway. because you yelled at us. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that gnomish? Probably. I don't know. It probably is. My knees are perfectly polished. Jasper! He runs up and just gives this guy a hug. Theo <laughs> <laughs> just runs up and gives this guy a big hug. Jasper, it must be you. His illusion breaks because his spine broke. 
<laughs> oh, rip. oh, I was so worried. I didn't want to say anything because I thought you were still hiding. Or maybe you were like behind the woods because I thought you were with Gunner and then Gunner got caught and then I was really scared. I'm so happy you're here. You think I would have just left you guys? No, I thought you got hurt. Yeah, ki- yeah no, kind I was, of. I was thinking that you just left us. Yeah, guys, two, two shakes his head up and down as well. Joel! Kind of surprised you didn't help him. <laughs> Gunner, Gunner gives him a, 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 a grin like, I'm just messing with you. Where were you during all that? How, are you okay? Did you get a worm in your head? Of course not. It was a quiet show. <laughs> oh, there he goes, yeah. So, so you're good? Well, I think the more important thing for you is that he saw it all. How, how much oh, do you yeah. know about the door then, Jasper? All I know is I wanted painted black. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> do, do you know how to get there? Yeah, I know how to get up there, of course. One of us needs to succeed in our mission. <laughs> well, then well I, it's a little uncalled for. Shall we? Shall we make our way there and see? Perhaps Gunner, Theo, and I can learn a bit more about what happened to us last night. Well, I, I think they want us to leave. I don't think we should stay here any longer. I, I think we should just leave for now. I, I, I think we should go home. Now, listen, Theo. The last time we, we followed your lead, we all got captured and got wormed. I think That's we true. should work. I think we should work our way around the encampment, and then, and then Jasper should go back and report that we were all returned safely. And then, I think that Jasper should meet up with us and then guide us on our way to, to this door. And how do you know those worms are just not GPS trackers? <laughs> oh, we, what's, what's a what, GPS? What? I have no idea what that yeah, means. A, Is that like blood sugar? Are they tracking my blood sugar? What's blood sugar, oh, Theo? No. What does that mean? It's like when you it's when you got really sweet blood because you're, you're so kind to people. I don't even know what any of those words mean. All I know is that I think we should work our way around and seize the door. If if they're going to track our actions from here on out, then that's something we're just going to have to deal with. It's it's unavoidable. Well, I mean, we could look for help back back in the town. I mean, there's lots of powerful people there. Well, there's lots of things you can do, and Jasper pulls out a knife. What? What? Uh, Hold on. Let's... Let's not start there. Yeah, let's... Uh, here, I, I, I'm i telling you, I think we should go to the door first. But v- what if we run out of time? Like, v- what if these things are going to grow into a big... Uh, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I, I just don't see how going to a door is going to help us figure that out. I think we need to go someone who can, like, look at our heads. Well, Phil, we could, we could beat those guys up and ask them questions. Which guys? The guys that put these things in our heads. Did you see where they went? No. Well, then how are we going to find them? Well, they're, they're, they were at the door there. They went behind the door and then kind of poof. Oh, so they vanished with magic. And you want me and Gunner to go look oh. for that stuff. Listen, Theo, you're jumping to a lot of conclusions here for a man that was unconscious for the most of the thing. She just said poof. What, am I, what do you mean by poof? Poof means magic. We just need to go. Well, they could have teleported which is magic but a different type Boom. so Poof, let's let's just go just go look we might as well we're already up here so so what, what do you think of my original plan 
Sound good? Yeah, it's fine. I I clearly can't make good decisions for the group, so I think we'll go with your idea. No, it's just the loudest people make the poorest decisions. See, Phil, Jasper gets it. <laughs> <laughs> so toxic. To the city we go. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Hang on. <laughs> He's never said he agreed with Theo. He agrees with Theo. He's. Oh. I think that was an insult to Gunner, actually. Oh, damn, man. Sorry, too highbrow. Well, Aegon thinks we should go to the door. That's his so vote. Vez thinks we should go to the door, too. Oh, man. Well, Jasper's the only one that knows the way, so you guys can suck it as he goes to the village. Well. <laughs> what the heck? No, no cooperation. I guess we'll just have to wander around through the forest. The rest of the group could try to find their way there. Make some nature and survival checks. Uh... I mean, Vez did walk the trail, but twice, technically. Blindfolded, but she did walk the trail twice. So basically, if Nate's not going to cooperate, you have a you have another way to get well, up there. Jasper's the one not cooperating. Nate, Nate's got to make sure we separate this. Jasper yeah, yeah. Nate's a nice Robert. guy. Jasper's an yeah. asshole. Get it straight. Jasper, <laughs> why do you not want to go look at the doors? The door will not go anywhere. And I think it's better if we don't go piss them off when they're already angry at us. They're no longer angry at us. We did what they wanted. I mean, sure, but there's still probably some bad blood there. I mean, you got, I mean someone steals an apple from your cart... And they, you know, they, they go to jail or pay for the apple. You're still not going to be happy with them. It's not like everything's forgiven. I don't think anyone would be angry if you stole an apple, but a cabbage, that's oh, death. Yeah, that's fair. Cabbage is used for soup, and that's that's, that's expensive yeah, stuff. Off okay. with their heads, one per cabbage. All I'm saying is that we never got the information that we needed when we came up here. The only thing we accomplished is that we got these worms in our head. Now listen, I'm not going back until I have something to gain from this other than the stupid worm and gunner like scratches the back of his head i've just i'm going with or without you and if if i die in the process well i hope you feel bad gunner jasper laughs and then still walks to the village (laughs) theo walks up to gunner and he slaps him don't say that that's not cool this is serious gunner stuff is going down i don't understand it i doubt you understand it we can't just do our plans willy-nilly. We've been doing that, and yeah, I know I'm part of the problem, but we can't just... We have to regroup from this. This We can't just go and do something. I I think Jasper is right, and I'm I'm going back to the village. Please come with me, Gunner. <laughs> Split the party. Split the party. <laughs> no. Yes. I don't know you what you're talking about, you want. I think that we should go to the door. Hey, Gun, listen to yourself. This makes no sense. We're in somebody else's territory. This is way above what we thought was going on, and we, we don't know the first thing about what's what to do with this. We, we need to regroup. We need to go back. I know I don't make good decisions, but this one is this is the safe move. We gotta be safe here. We don't know what's going on. But that's the whole point for you, is that we don't yeah. know what's going on. How, how are we going to find any information other than from the source? I just think it's too soon. Reading. It's just too soon. Yeah, that guy, he books. Yeah, him. But also, it's just, I just think it's too soon. Who's to say that there's anything to read about this? Okay, who's to say there's not? We can go back and forth about this. I just think it's too dangerous right now. What's closer, the door or the library? What's closer, death or not death? 
Pick one. Theo, how do we even know that it's safe for us to go back home? That's just we don't know I what those worms right are going to do. What happens if we go back and some and and you can't control yourself anymore, and you do something you regret? What if we can go to this door, and it gives us information about how to handle what's going on, how to how to maybe if we can't get doubt, at least understand what's going on, and and if it's like what those things were that Smills was putting in people, if something happens and you can't control yourself, you'll fight until you either kill them. Or you die in a fiery explosion. This could be our one chance to get more information about what's going on. Still a bad plan. Can I have Aegon, Theo, and Gunner all give me perception checks? Oh, Heck boy. yeah. Well, I got a natural I got one. a 10. I got a natural 20. Plus 3. 23. Okay, so Gunner, Gunner's like still arguing. But while you guys are arguing, Aegon and Theo feel like a, a light breeze, kind of like the one you felt uh, during the ceremony. And you actually see the stone doorway in the forest about 200 feet away from you. Oh, yo. And you bl- you blink a few times and it's gone, but you know you saw it right there, clear as day. What? Look at that. Did you what? see that, feel? The, you don't mean, you? did you see a door? Yeah, of course I did. That means that we need to go. I, 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 he's, he's just dumbstruck. He doesn't know what to do. Theo, I'm going to go to the village, regardless of whatever they do. You can come if you'd like. Jasper, we, we could really use your help, you know. It, I, I, I know it's not normally a matter Words of... Words will not work. He's made up his mind. <laughs> but what, what if I give you some Split money, the huh? party. <laughs> Jasper hands you two gold pieces and then continues walking. Jasper, what about this? Are you so against? Why? Think about it logically. We literally just got out of them. And I don't see the point when we just escaped to go back into a trap. How do you know it's a trap? Why would they not guard the place if we literally were just set free? You don't think they're going to assume we're going to do something? That would be idiotic of them. Okay, well, how, how about I meet you half halfway, Jasper? Why, why don't we go down to the... Ju- just outside of uh, Alcina and, and wait in that village for maybe a day and then come back? I, I still don't like that plan, but I, I, I'm willing to meet you halfway there. Sounds fair. Anyone else? As long as we're together, I'm fine with whatever we do. And he just kind of sort of sulking to himself. I suppose if there's no other way, then we should do do that. Yeah, I'm not going to go alone. Okay, well, looks like the party's in some level of agreement. So, the adventurers pack up the rest of their things and trudge down the path and they make their way back down to the village and the foothills and they settle down for a day to catch their breath, eat some food, and get some well-deserved rest knowing that their next day may not be as easy for them.
We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net. The song Vikings is from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.